Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny Phillips and Jessica Chambers. Hello, hello. Guys, thanks for joining us again. I apologize that we have just been kind of scattered. We have not been uploading every week as we should, uh, but you know how life goes, right? It's just what things are. Yep. We had some hiccups, but we are, we are back and ready to go. We are back. Yeah. Yes. We did have some hiccups. Last week, Jessica <laughs> showed up on time to do her thing and uh, our SIM card was full. So I tried to erase it. And then I, I don't know. I just, I killed it. I completely killed it. Yeah. So we just, you know, said we'll get it next time. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. So do you have any fun stories to tell the world? Um, no, not really. Hmm. I've, I've, I mean, yeah, there's some crazy things going on, but, um, I had a closing Monday. You had a closing today. That's, That's true. exciting. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll just focus on all the positive things. <laughs> focus on the positives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think everyone listening knows that there are transactions out there that are difficult, right? Yes. And I think I've stumbled upon every one of them. I think, <laughs> I think you may have. I agree. Uh, but hey, it jump-started my learning. Um, I, I feel like I know a lot. Good, good. I'm going to turn you up a little bit. I want to hear I know, you. I feel like I'm normally a very loud person. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Yeah, hey, there we go. There we go. Now, what we're going to talk about this week is how to prep for your next closing. That's, yes, how to prep for closing. Uh, I remember my first transaction. Mm-hmm. Like... A deer in the headlights the whole time. Okay. I remember the morning of closing. I didn't even know where closing was. <laughs> okay. that <laughs> had no idea. Uh, I don't even think I showed up with a closing gift. Uh, the, the buyers, I was representing the buyers and they were just like so annoyed with me. They oh, just really? didn't even look at me oh, during no. the closing. But I had no idea what I was supposed to be doing. Did I yeah. schedule a final walkthrough? No. Oh, that's a big thing. Did I talk to them about any of the financing things? No, not at all. Like nothing. Well, now we're here to make sure <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> right? So I don't know what to say. <laughs> learn from my mistakes, guys. Yes. Uh, and I mean, I still, I mean, I still find myself scrambling for yeah. closing gifts and different things and stuff that I shouldn't be doing. So this is not only to help y'all, but also to... Well, absolutely. Make sure that we're there. There are steps that that should be followed, and and things to make your life easier. There are. So and we're here to help you. That's something I'm working on for the team. As I was flipping through to find this slideshow, I, I went through it, but I have like a multi-page document now of like, okay, these are the systems for every part of being a real estate agent. Yeah. Like at any time, you can say, "I am here." These are the steps I'm supposed yep. to be taking. I think that's awesome. So that's what we need in life. Um, so Jessica, look forward to that. Yes. Coming your way. Also, um, Johnny just introduced me to Spindrift and y'all might think I'm crazy, but yeah. this is my first one. It's, it's really almost, good. it's almost June of 2023. Okay. How do yeah. you not know about Spindrift? I just drink tap water. Okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how to prepare for your new closing. We're going to go over schedule events from contract to close. And just kind of touch on all these things. The first one is what? Due diligence. Yes. So, and you know, that's, you negotiate that. That's something that, you know, and we're even seeing in this market now, it's like, what, what are, what is the average you're seeing? 
so right now, as far as time on due diligence, mm-hmm. I'm asking for seven days and I'm getting seven days. Okay. How about yeah, you? and that's what I yeah I told and that's what I say. Try not to go over seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah that but keeping an eye on that di- that due diligence time, whatever is agreed upon in the contract, making sure you know. I mean, things happen and people are like, oh, I've got time to do this. Or, no, you, yeah. you really don't. Um, and and some I, honestly, if I think we're about to go in due diligence and we're trying to get, you know, a shorter time, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and schedule an inspector. One thousand um, percent. And so that it's ready to go at the front end of your due diligence so that if you want to get anything else. Yeah. Um, but letting your clients know that some don't know, like I'm working with a first time homebuyer right now and he's going just off of what I'm recommending sure, for you yeah. know, due diligence and things like that. And so um, just trying to help on the front end and as much as possible. I, and that's good that you have that experience, that you're able to make those recommendations. I went with a first time home buyer today and we looked at a house and I found myself explaining things like earnest money and the due mm-hmm. diligence. And I was like, I know that we've done this consultation before, but it's been like a year and they're finally back in the game and I'm sure it's all just like gone. Yes. Yeah. And and I can see that too when I do meet and sit down with first time home buyers. It is like a deer in headlights yeah, on their absolutely. side. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's okay. Like, you know, it trying is. not to use the big words, but that's what's in the contract. That's what they're gonna be seeing. Mm-hmm. Those that's what they're gonna hear. So becoming familiar yourself with every single part of that contract to help them absolutely is very important. And that's going to come with time, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you had all the notes in the book and you read them before your first contract, you would still have no idea what, what yeah. to expect, what's coming. But in your due diligence period, there's a lot of things you have to do, right? The first one, and believe it or not, the one that I messed up on the most is earnest money. You would not believe how many times I wake up and I'm like, wait a minute, did my clients deposit earnest money yet? I know. I find myself <laughs> a lot of times like just thinking, oh, well, that's on my client, but it's no, not. They, are, it's, they have no idea. They have no idea. Um, and so one of our local closing attorneys here love that if it's under 15,000, mm-hmm. um, oh, you can take do it, it online. Yes. And that's I amazing. mean, you just click on their website and it's boom, boom, bam, done. Yep. Um, so I really like that. But um, yeah, that's, your job as well to keep on. It really know, is. Yeah. To stay on top of for what um, are their dates for certain things. And, and one, um, and th- I actually sent one in because it gives you a, B and C in our contract. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I think I checked um, at, at um, the offer, the offer date. Oh and my I was gosh. Like, and when I, and I, I go back over, I mean, I will put it in a PDF. I will go back over and review sure. everything mm-hmm. before seeing it to my clients. Then they'll review it as well. But I had caught that my clients didn't catch it and they'd already signed and I caught it and was like, Whoa, let me go back and check three days from the binding agreement date. And that's just something simple of like, I was trying to move too quickly well, yeah. of trying to get something completed. Um, so that's, that's on you. And, uh, you know, they're hoping that what you say you're putting in the contract is what is going in there. And and that brings up an important point. Like we are handling the most amount of money that these people mm-hmm. have and don't have, right? They're borrowing hundreds right. of thousands of dollars. So it is important to take it, uh, take it slow and yeah. watch what you're doing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yep. But then, you know, on the other side of it, when it's these, you know, if you're on the seller side, mm-hmm. but you still... 
I mean, your job is not to rely just on, you know, the buyers to do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got to follow through and follow up with the other agent and the, you know, the lender. Well, the closing attorney, whoever's holding the money. Sure. Um, you know, so that's. But yeah, it's even on the seller side, it's not a bad idea to talk to lenders, right? You can call the lender and say, talk to yeah. me about this file. Yeah. How, how sure are you that this is a solid file? Yeah. And I'm sure they're going to say, oh, it's a solid file because they put it together. But it's not always a solid file, right? It's not. No. Uh, you had one that was a pre-approval that... Yes, <laughs> it was. Um, so You don't have to talk about it. Yeah. So it was just long story short, it was a pre-approval. Um, and we had had this back in January when we had made a previous offer. Um, and it stated on the pre-approval letter, this is not contingent on a home sale. Talked to the lender, confirmed it, everything's fine. We're now in May and we are under contract and financing's about to, contingency's about to be up. And the lender was like, oh, you need to sell your home. I can't, I can't approve this. You're like 2% over the debt to income ratio. And you had done all of your due diligence. All of it. And so we, um, you know, I was like, what on earth do we do? This lender, I didn't know the lender. I tried to get to them to go to one of my preferred ones. Mm -hmm. That's another big deal. Definitely. Of, you know, recommending and, and really explaining to the, your clients why it is important to go with yeah. a um, preferred lender. And so we went with one of our preferred lenders and within three days, he could tell what the other guy couldn't in five months. Um, then we got ghosted by the previous lender. I mean, honestly, if I were in his shoes, I wouldn't so have wanted to talk to you either. It was, a, it was a big ordeal, but thankfully the sellers extended home sale contingency added. That home is under contract now. We're moving along. Yeah. And nicely. You're moving along. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have added nicely. You're, you're moving along. <laughs> okay, guys, we'll get back to this. All right. So earnest money. Make sure the earnest money is there on time. Be mm -hmm. clear with your clients what that means and how they get it there. Right. Yep. Inspection. If this is their time to get an inspection. This is what matters to them. They want to know what's wrong with the house. Right. So I would also advise you to get on that quickly and coach them on what to look at. Okay. Yes. There are going to be cracks all over the house. Who cares? All right. As long as it's not foundation. Right. I mean, things shift, things move, paint peels, whatever. Right. You're looking for mold. Okay. Mm -hmm. Water, Water da damage. Yes. Yep. That's in a showing today. We were in the basement and I mean, they even had a dehumidifier running full blast. And you could just tell the water, I mean, just built up along the, the bottom. Yeah. So, you know, that that's a big red flag. And it happens, you know, mm -hmm. we're my my childhood home, we still have it. It still floods like two inches every time it rains. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's a nineteen fifties Gainesville house. Yeah, it's, true. It is what it is. I think this was fifty nine, the house I saw today. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, so the inspection is a good part. And another thing with first time home buyers and I, and this was like super young first time home buyers and let your clients know when they're buying that there is money that they do have to put forth first. I mean, so like that inspection, yeah. if oh, for yeah. some reason, and my clients honestly didn't know this. And so that kind of 
let them know ahead of time, okay, if you, if for some reason you find something in due diligence and you don't want the home and we back out, you're, you still had to pay that inspection fee or whoever you brought out to do those things. Absolutely. So give them that cost, you know, a roundabout because mm-hmm. it depends, you know, on the size of the home and different things like that. But just it, as open of a book as you can be um, yes. with them, knowing what, what that expectation is um, and, and it's on them and then to do it again if yeah. they need to. But I, I know that was kind of tough for mine um, to understand that, I mean, those, yes, it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can still walk away and get your earnest money, but... But those are expenses those that you will incur. You, yeah. And, so. you know, we don't... I don't say a lot of nice things about the first team I was on, but I will say this. Um, their buyer's consultation was very clear and upfront about that. It was like, by the way, these are out-of-pocket costs, mm-hmm. right? You're going to have to pay for your um, inspection mm-hmm. out of pocket. You might have to pay for your appraisal out of pocket. Okay. Yeah. So I think that we told people just keep a thousand dollars in cash. That's what you're going to. Okay. Don't, that's not down payment money. That's not right. closing cost money. This is just cash. You're going to need to get to the table. Absolutely. So the next one is amendment to address concerns. All right. You've seen the inspection. You know, what's wrong with the house. Are you going to come back and say, by the way, we want you to do something about it or we want some closing cost money. Mm-hmm. We want to change the price of the house. This is your opportunity to shine for your client. Um, I can tell you, I have an ATAC out. It's been out for about three days now. And our due diligence expires tonight. Oh. And my poor client has been texting me about every hour for the last 24 hours. Yeah. Like, what's happening? I'm like, I don't know. We're working with a discount broker who just will not get back to us. So we may be pulling the contract. I don't think we will, but I'm not going to let my client... Yeah. And that's another thing is, is making sure you're protecting your client through all of this. I mean, you know, at what point will their earnest money not be, you know, and those are things. And and every time I had, and and I did this with that home that I'm doing right now, where we had to add the home sale Mm, contingency, mm -hmm. we added this, we did a couple of things. Um, and it was back and forth and trying to figure out. And we, you know, I kept a clock on like, okay, if we don't hear back by this time, this is your last chance to get to pull out and get your earnest money. This is your chance to do this. If we agree to this. So just kind of letting them know every step of the way and options for what, you know, they can do and and receive that back. Yeah. I had a client, um, who never mind. We're not going to, Oh, I'm not going to go there. Anyway, (laughs) Not going there. Working with a lender. Yep. Stay in contact with your lenders. Hopefully you're using uh, someone that you know and you trust. Mm-hmm. I have two people now that I, I mean, I will live and die by these people. I trust them with my life. But if it's someone that you don't know, yeah. God bless you, Rocket Mortgage. Um, stay in contact with them. Yeah. Know what's going on. You, I mean, they, you're on the contract, even if it's not your buyer, yeah. you have every right to contact mm-hmm. that lender and oh, ask questions, what's going on, staying yes. on top of it. Yes. And stay in contact with your client. Your client, they feel like they are in a rowboat with no oars. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are the oars. Yep. Be there. Steady them. Even if there's nothing to tell them, call them and check in with them and say, hey, just wanted to let you know everything's going great. So. Yep. That's great. Yeah. Just making sure. And like with my closing on Monday, um, I'd already contacted her and told her we're clear to close. There's nothing else on your end, 
But it was still about a week away from closing. So I called her a couple of days before closing and was like, I've got nothing to say, to, you know, about mm-hmm. the house, but just want to check in. How are things going? You know, remember our closings this time and exactly. you've got this and make sure yes. to bring your photo ID and like just little things that, you know, and, and really she was like, oh, it's just nice to talk, you know? So it's, yeah. it's, it's nice to, it's better for you to make that contact than them reach out to you and ask questions that yes, um, it, yes it really makes a difference of and i think that that is going to be what sets you apart from other agents when friends get together and talk about their agents mm-hmm. someone's going to say oh yeah my agent's always in contact with me and someone else is going to say really because i have to call my agent every time i have a question yep. i don't hear from them for weeks at a time and that's what happened with this one it was she was a for sale by owner another agent got the listing couldn't, didn't do anything. They called me. I got the listing, sold it. Um, and she had said, she was like, oh, you're going to update me weekly? You're going to change your marketing? You're going to do this? And she said, I didn't know this was what people were supposed to do. Yep. And so, you know, just, and honestly, it makes it easier when I had, and, and like, I think I've said on an earlier podcast, I had a, a reminder on my phone every Wednesday, 10 minutes before our meeting was supposed to happen, that it would alert me. And, you know, I'd call them. And I love so, that. but, and they, they knew they expected that. And, and, and when I called, sometimes I'm like, Hey, I don't have anything. And they're like, okay, great. We'll talk to you next week. I mean, the conversations didn't last more than 10 minutes every single week. And uh, you develop that rapport mm-hmm. that really can help the transaction go forward the, right. the whole time. Right. Yeah. And I think it builds trust. So when you come to them and say, listen, this is what they're offering. I think that this is a good deal for you. Right. Okay, well, great. You're on my side. I know you're on my team. You communicate with me all the time. So I'm going to take your word for what you're saying. Yes. What's next, Jessica? Oh, preparing for the closing. Um, so call the lender or you, make sure you've gotten that right? clear to close. Exactly. Really, preferably before the day of closing. Oh, yeah. Um, and and a, lot, a lot of good lenders will send it out and, and let you know we're mm-hmm. good to go. Um, but that's not guaranteed. You are responsible to make sure for your client that these. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. For all you new agents, I know a lot of you listening are new. Clear to close means that we've gone through underwriting again. We have double checked title. We've done all of our, checked all our boxes at the lender side. Mm -hmm. And we're giving you a double thumbs up. You are going to close this. We, then we have loan committal. Committal? Is that word? Um, Commitment, maybe? I would probably say commitment. Yeah, but we'll go with it that. It might be a word. Anyway, clear to close. That's that's what you want, guys. That's the gold standard. So if you're a new agent, that's what you need before you go to the closing table, mm-hmm. right? Um, so make sure that happens. Make sure that your clients get their closing disclosures sent out, right? Yes, and look through them. I've I've yes. had some. I've only had it once so far, but a mess up on. Um, on, you know, my self, my buyer's side, but I was representing both sides. So mm-hmm. it was like, you know, and, and so that it's, it's important and they do send it out and you have time to review it before. Yes. Um, and so that's your opportunity to make sure you're double checking their work of what's correct on that paper. It is important for you to go through it. I remember I got a call once from a client, uh, a sales client and he called me and he was pissed off about, um, I don't know if it was a fee for the water or mm-hmm. an HOA letter. I think it was an HOA letter. And he's like, I'm not paying this. I'm like, actually you are. Okay. Because 
this is the fee from the HOA for you to get this letter. He's like, well, I'm just selling the house. Well, do you want to sell the house? You're paying this $150 fee. I'm sorry. I know you don't like it. Um, And I was caught off guard because I did not review it. And I was like, well, I don't know. What fee are you talking about? So I had to rush and figure out what he was talking about. Uh, But all that to say, the lesson there is do read through it. Mm -hmm. And if you see something on there that sounds funny, doesn't seem right, call the lender. Yeah. Yeah. Just ask a question because you'll probably get that question and you'll look better if you know the answer. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is what Johnny needs to do. Johnny, what's that next one say? Scheduling the final (laughs) walkthrough. Okay. I don't know why I just don't do this. Yeah. But I don't. It's. I should. And honestly, so with, so, um, and in the contract, so this one agent I just worked with, she put in the special stipulations, final walkthrough on day of closing, just to get, you know, I mean, just as a, sure. something in there. So I told my client, I was like, okay, you know, they're coming, you know, between nine and nine 30. And she would, you know, was just kind of like, oh, well, what, what's that for? Are they wanting to back? You know, I mean, she, and honestly, uh, I should have. Sure. I should, and that's something to explain to your clients in the beginning. She was worried something was wrong with the closing and that something wasn't going to close. She's like, well, well, I've got boxes everywhere. I've got, you know, this and that. And I was like, they're not looking, you know, I said, they're looking for, you know, a hole in the roof. If if something had happened and they don't know, they're looking for, you know, something that, you know, wasn't in their initial sign off of of what they had had done. I mean, these people are expecting to get the house as it was presented to them. So I said, you're fine. But, but that was something I didn't prep her on. Um, and just don't assume anything. I think that's my biggest thing. And she's bought and sold before she's in her seventies, but her husband had handled all of it. He's now passed. Right. So I, you know, yeah, there, there are more things to sit down and make sure that you they understand Definitely. Um, of what goes through. But. And, and that to say, I, I mean, I do take my clients on walkthroughs, okay? I just want to just cover that. We do do that. <laughs> but I don't remember to do it until like the morning of closing. And I'm like, crap, I right. look like an idiot. Um, so yeah, just do that in advance. Call the week of closing and say, hey, by the way, I want to schedule it for this time. Yep. It's on the books. It's yep. done. Sounds good. That's learned from my mistakes. And then for the wiring instructions, I like to stay in my lane and I don't feel like this is my job, but apparently it is. Okay. We had a closing this morning and the buyer spoke to the lender last night and the lender was like, okay, great. Uh, Awesome. And you wired your money. And she goes, what do you mean? I wired my money. And he's like, well, it was in the closing disclosures at the end who the wiring instructions and the amount that you were supposed to wire. What? Mm. Okay. So we, this conversation happens at 5 PM. The wire cuts off, wiring cuts off Uh at 3 PM. And she's like, and they were freaking out. Lizzie and I were like, you're going to be fine. It's going to get there. Just do it first thing in the morning. We got it. But we got it scheduled to be expedited this morning, mm-hmm. but it was still three hours late. Yeah. Closing was at 9 a.m. That that happened with my... Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, make sure they know. Like, I felt like the lender should have been the one to say, by the way, this is a money thing, so make right. sure the money gets there. Uh, but that... But that's another thing. You have to follow through. Sometimes you're going to feel like you're doing every single person's job. Well, and 
really you are, right? Yes. Are you not the manager to make sure everyone does their I, job? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, some everyone needs to be accounted, you know, stayed on top of for 100%. what they're supposed to do. So, yeah. and then to make sure your client's getting what they want and, you know, what you've promised them, that's your job to stay on top of that. Definitely. So, um, but yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I, I felt, you know, because there are some things that, like, I heard someone of, like, there was wire fraud and, like, the guy lost out on, like, $75,000. Oh, it was this crazy situation. So when my client asked me to forward, because they were closing two days later on another home, mm-hmm. and so he sent me the, the wiring instructions for from that closing attorney for the whatever. Sure. And I was like, what? I mean, yes, I'm just forwarding an email. Like, it's not like, but I'm like, what if this is wrong? What if this is something else, you know? So, um, but. I have always seen it um, in the instructions. They say, when you're at the bank, call us so we can speak to the teller and make sure that everything is done correctly. Like we will double verify this. Yeah. And I think that's a really good idea because imagine that email gets intercepted and altered. I don't know anything about the internet. I don't know if that can work. That's beyond me, but. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next one, I did not do this time. Uh, get your closing gift early. This is another one that I was, I would wake up the day of closing and be like, Oh shit. And honestly, I think I need to just start like buying in bulk random, you know, like candles and baskets and you know, I mean, whatever, like a cutting board or whatever, whatever you give in your gift. Sure. Um, have them ready to go. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. you might do something specific. Like I got a um, a watercolor portrait made for this house. That's really neat. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there was a lot of sentimental of the home. And mm-hmm. so, um, but those take time to get here. And oh, you've well, got yeah. a plan for those. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Gosh. It was one of my first closings. Again, I was just bad at closing. I don't think that I was ever taught <laughs> well, how to like, handle oh, that. Under contract, good. I'll, exactly. see, my, I'll see my check yes. in, a, in 30 days. <laughs> what a fool. What a fool. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, one, run to Target the morning of like, oh, okay, I, I'll get them some beach towels because they're moving to a community with a pool and they were super excited yeah. about the pool. I was like, oh, this would be great. So I got the towels, I got the beach bag, or I got the um, the gift bag. The towels didn't fit in the gift bag, so the, the gift bag is just like ripped all well, the way down Maybe you should have gotten there. a beach bag. Ma- that should have been your bag. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, that would have made sense. And so I'm in Target parking lot, right? And my client texts me something about closing. I respond and I'm like, when's closing again? So I look down. It's in 10 minutes. Okay. I thought it was in an hour and 10 minutes. Johnny. Wrong again. Oh Wrong my again. Goodness. Luckily, like it was a quarter mile away. I was somehow, I, I made it. Oh my I goodness. Made it. But I, I think I just didn't know to prepare for these things. Yeah. Like there's a lot of planning that needs to go into this. Yes. Yeah. Mm. But I always feel weird. I'm like, do I give it to him at the closing table? Do I like meet them at the car afterwards? Like, is this some... It's whatever you want to do. I feel like at the car is more like a drug deal, but I mean, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) I'm saying like, do you go and meet your client later? So this, anyways, but I also got, this is the first time I've ever done this. I got something for the other agent 
this time. Oh, yes. I love that. I love I that. I got a little bag, put a candle in there and a $10 Starbucks gift card. And someone listens I mean, to my podcast, <laughs> but she, and, and I know we should do this for everyone, but she was like, not the first agent I've worked with that was like exceptional, but yeah. kind of at the same time, like she made this deal happen on her client's end. Good. I mean, I we brought him up like almost $50,000. Oh her, yeah. yeah. So one. like, mm-hmm. and she was on top of it. We talked every single day. That's, a re- I mean, it was, that's a relationship. It was an honest. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> I, I really, you know, and so I gave her that and like, you know, we're like, okay, we'll grab co- coffee soon or something like yeah. she's just a great, you know, so build those people up too. I mean, they, they did a good job and for so, sure. you know, yeah, I got, I got her a gift too. Good for you. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Has anyone tried to recruit you? I just had a recruit call last night. Um, conversations yeah but nothing like here's an offer on this and that no. i am trying to get recruited to go back and teach i've gotten some full-time job offers oh, there. i'm sure you I'm like, have no, good good yeah. <laughs> say double my salary and we'll talk yeah right and give me five kids yeah no Mm-mm. so no guy called me last night he's going to be on vacation during closing and he's like hey will you schedule the final walkthrough and do that with my clients i'm sure i don't care whatever yeah um and he's like hey by the way um you're at EXP, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I started at KW, yeah, yeah. And then we left. He goes, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So you like it there? I'm like, I love it. And he's like, oh, okay. Because I wanted you to come and talk to my team leader. And I'm like, why y'all coming over? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, we wanted you to come over. I'm like, nah, bro. Been there. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good, bro. Yeah. Um, Sorry, that was a tangent. Um, yeah, so- we're doing this in the afternoon. I feel like our day is like, Normally I'm fresh and on it when we do these podcasts at 9 a.m. It has been a day for me. Yeah, okay. And so my brain is like I'm in a go, million different. I meant to get some alcohol for us. I just oh, couldn't. yeah. I did tell Johnny. I was like, I'm going to have to drink at this one. I. But That's how I started. This is just water. If you, if guys, if you haven't listened to the early episodes, <laughs> like I was smashed. <laughs> smashed. You're like drinking all your, your liquor from behind. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um. No, we are 100% sober, just out of our minds from the day. It's been a, yeah, it's been a day. It has been a day. Okay, get your closing gift early. Boom. Send out a reminder, place and time to your client. And to in my case, it's to myself. <laughs> yes, I'm doing that for my benefit, not theirs. Yes, yes. Uh, but again, it makes you look just like you're on it. Mm-hmm. I say have your social media stuff prepared in advance because this slips away from me all the time. Thank God for Rosie, who is just our savior. She's awesome. But you want to publicize your successes on social media. People yes. are watching. And people want to know a story. I love that. Yes. And honestly, when I I just closed on this one and it took me, I didn't post about it until the next day, but I like sat and I was like, oh, there's so much I want to say about, you know, this transaction yeah. and like what we've been through and like where she's moving and like all these things. And I'm like, I wish I'd sat down and prepared that mm-hmm. prior to, because after closing, it's just like, okay, you're moving on to the next thing. Um, but people really genuinely want absolutely, to know. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that it really just makes you look more professional. Yes. Um, so what a certain transaction that we've referenced about a dozen times in this podcast of Jessica's <laughs> yesterday, I saw a just sold, um, ad 
for that from the cooperating broker. If you don't follow them on Instagram, you should. I do. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I saw that. Um, Which, you know, they are allowed to do, right? Yeah. And it just showed me that, oh, wow, they were on it. Like that is part of their systems and operating procedures. That was going to yeah. go out. They also have great branding. Like when you see it, it's yeah, always you know, the same. Yes, mm-hmm. I do like that. Um, yeah, she's great. So I told you, I gave her a yeah, gift. Yeah. So I would say prepare that in advance. Mm-hmm. It's part of your business. Make that part of your business model. Yep. Social media is only getting bigger as much. I mean, again, if you listen from the beginning, I hate social media. I, I Gosh. But I'm still learning how to use it. It's got to be part of your business. Don't yep. be one of these people who are like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Because I said that about TikTok and look what happened. All right. <laughs> I still have never had a TikTok account. Oh, I'm not doing it. But I, no. I acknowledge that I was wrong about it. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, two different types. One with house, one, one with client. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. You have two opportunities mm-hmm. for social media stuff there. One with the clients, one with the house, you know, and, and like you said. Make one of them a good heartfelt story about yeah. what happened. Yep. Okay. Yeah. This was a this was a conversation. This was a transaction with a person, and there was a story there. Yeah. So, with permission, share it. Absolutely. Um, this next one I did not do on Monday. I tried to make it there before the closing, and it just didn't work because <laughs> they lived so far out of town from where the closing was, and I was already in town. But I got it immediately after. Plan to pick up your sign and keys prior to close. The agent, the other agent even texted me after they did their walkthrough. She was like, do you want me to bring your lockbox? I, I do that with people all and the time. That would have been great if it was just my lockbox, but I had my sign and I'm like, yeah. we're not that close yet. <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know, th- those are things to play yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah, you do. Again, just add this to the list of things that I wake up the day of closing. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> Okay. I got to yep. get to closing. I got to go buy a gift. I got to go find out where and when it is. And I got to go pick up my lockbox and keys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, but those clients did take me to lunch afterwards. I can't believe you let someone take you to lunch. I know. It was a long street. It was precious. Oh, that's great. It was precious. Man. I love that. That was a great place to do it too. Yeah, it was. You yeah. should have had your sign leaned up against the uh, table. <laughs> Come talk to me. <laughs> this huge metal sign. Why not? Um, Why not? Yeah. Well, that's all I got on our slides today, Jess. Yeah. I think that about sums it up. Yeah. Um, Stop me if I've asked you this before. Okay. Um, I saw, I have seen at other closings, the super old school way of doing it. And it, I mean, if this isn't the 80s, I don't know what is. Okay. But it's a manila folder that has all the dates a box for all the dates and the address and yeah. this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I don't care how old school that is. I would use the hell out of that. Yeah. Like that, that would help me before we came on. Jessica saw where I printed out my daily calendar. Mm-hmm. I started printing off every day so I can see it and take it with me. Same thing. If it's in front of me, yeah, it's real. Right. Yeah. So, And I have the workbooks and different things where it's like, you know, your transaction mm-hmm. records and like all these things in there. Yeah. But have I taken it out of my bag? No. Exactly. So, That's the hardest thing yeah. about planners and this, that, and the other. If you're not looking at it, it's worthless. Right. It is. So, but yeah, I'm all for 
And I like handwriting. I mean, I, I feel like I remember it more if I'm writing it myself. Well, so. I mean, yeah, that's just, you're a teacher. You know that. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, come on. Yeah. For sure. But I think that's with the all the way up until the closing. Um, I think that's about and it. stay in contact, you know? I mean. Oh, my gosh. You, that's another thing. Like, even after the closing, yes. you're not, don't be done with them. Because by the time they're ready to sell or buy again or they know someone else who else is ready. If you haven't stayed in contact with them, you're not top of mind. And now they're, it's the next realtor who's postcard pop in the, in the, in the mail. 1000%. So I have a whole operating procedure for post closing. Yeah. Like there's a whole chapter in this book I'm writing about after the closing. Yeah. So, and honestly, mm -hmm. this one was relocating. I, I didn't get to them fast enough for a referral. You know what I mean? They sure. didn't know who to use there. Yeah. So, those kind of things, you know, just stay on top of it. People Absolutely. Are willing to use you, especially if it was a positive experience. Yeah. You know, they, they'd be willing to use your recommendation for someone else. I've done that a handful of times. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to be like, so where are you moving? Well, we're going down to Miami or this, that, and the other. Wherever you're going. Yeah. Great. Do you know anyone? I'm happy to help you find someone. And you're yeah. like, would you? I'm like, yes, I will. And that's building your network as well. I mean, it's because who knows that client or that agent in Miami might have someone relocating to sure. Gainesville yes. and they remember, Hey, you threw me some business and we, it went, turned out really well. Bingo. Can I send you someone that money adds up? Oh my God. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding? I know a guy who he's a, he's a truck driver, uh, but he has his license and yeah. all he does is referrals. People come to him and he refers it out. So he makes 30% of what he could make, but that's all he oh, does. Oh, nice. I, well, I look that's a way to do it. I look at that and I say, man, that's a 70% loss, but whatever. Well, you know, I think he's doing I mean, yeah. all he wants to do. That's exactly and what it is. And it's probably because he doesn't want to go in and do everyone's job to get that extra 70%. That's, that's exactly which, what it is. Let's be honest. Do we keep the full 100% oh, of shit, it? No. No. Oh, man. My, yeah. Yeah. Taking out for taxes is <laughs> it's like gut wrenching every time because I'm just not used to it. I mean, I was in a government well, yeah, job for 11 yeah. years and mm -hmm. it was just taken out for me. And I just now I'm like, I just pray to I God that Lizzie bit. does it, you know? Yeah. I have two separate banks. That's smart. I walk and, and they with my where my tax money is. I, I don't have a debit card. I don't have an online login. I said I want nothing for me to ever pull from this unless I physically walk in this bank. They probably think you're like a serial killer or nope, something. Nope. I, no. There's not <laughs> enough money in there for them to think I'm doing anything like, super is, lucrative. What is this girl doing? Yeah. But no, I mean, that's that's what I have to do to make sure that I'm keeping that. And I still do 30%. Just you should. because I, what could happen? I don't know. I had that conversation with these buyers that we just closed. They asked me about it yesterday. They asked me about taxes for whatever reason. And I was like, yeah, I always take 30%. Again, knock on wood, Lizzie, if you're listening, you better be doing that. Um, because, um, it, yeah, that's my, my tax refund, right? Yeah. I'm only going to pay 20%. Yeah. So I get to keep oh, 10. Oh yeah, it is nice. It was this right? time I had, I think I had a, I had a good, good bit of money left over. And that's what I'm used to because I've always gotten refunds. It's a bonus. And You're giving so, yourself a bonus. Yeah. So it's nice to, especially coming off of Christmas and you know, all the money you've mm. spent. It's like, yeah. oh, tax time. Yes. Right? I might have a little bit of extra to, so. Good. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I know some people who don't save a cent. And then that time comes. And I'm not talking about like realtor, like other people who, you know, well, have to put in their own things. And agents are terrible about it. Yeah. If you start talking and honestly, to people, that was terrible. That that is the best advice. Put 30% away. Mm-hmm. Even if you know it's too much. If well, you put yeah. it away and you don't ever look at it, you're not going to miss it. I mean, it's you need to get used to taking right. that out. And and when I do like figure out my commission, I don't look at that number that's on my check. I, I don't even associate that that's my no. money. I already know 30% down, you know, and, and that's Just, what I'm working with. You're going places. I'm going places. You're going places. Thanks. All right, guys, we're going to let you go. Who knows? It's been 40 minutes. Our battery might die. You know, whatever. I don't know. Let's just well, cut we, it off before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Peace out. A town down. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>